My name is Jim. I am a pretty well-rounded person, if you ask my good friend Felix. Sure. Uh, <laughs> don't just tell me what I want to hear. You got it. <laughs> He's so well-rounded. I'm so well-rounded, he likes things from A and things from B. Uh, no, I primarily get down with writing of all types. I'm a freelance writer, and I also do my own creative writing. I love making music. Uh, I used to play the drums in a past life, but I've kind of shifted my focus to electronic music these days. And like everyone else, I'm into exercise, but... I do the sort of more typical weightlifting type stuff, but I'm also very big into Dance Dance Revolution. Like, I'm one of those people who's at the arcade with a towel and the jug of water, like, just doing it up, man. That's that's my jam, 100%, and I fucking love it. So, did you finish that Sonic fanfiction you were writing? So, if you go on fanfiction.net, Make sure you sort by fanfics that are rated R, and about 90% of them will be from me. You might want to take that off, because that's not... This is the very first episode. You know what, no, this is good, because people who don't know us are like, oh, they're fucking funny, and they'll listen to us in episode one, like, oh, what the fuck is this? This isn't funny. And I'm like, haha, but episode two will be more lighthearted. Oh we can, you know... <laughs> We have range. We have range. It's fine. I'm Felix. Oh no, this is going off in a. <laughs> oh really? Oh god, and I'm to blame. I'm Felix. Um, yes, you are. I'm into uh, not much competitive video games, like fighting games mainly. Uh, I used to travel, and I was a sponsored player. Uh, yeah, maybe you'll hear more about that as the show goes on. Uh, and. Yeah, I was into exercising also, but I was getting into rock climbing uh, in the before times, but then everything hit and everything closed down, and now I'm just a slob, so what are you going to do? You know, people these days are like, oh, I'm doing 30 minutes of yoga, and I'm doing this stuff in my, and I'm just like, come on. First of all, no, you're not. Uh Second of all, no, you're not. There's no way. Uh, no, but if you if you are doing that, more power to you. I tried. I thought it was a really good thing that we, uh, my girlfriend and I, bought Ring Fit before COVID hit, and I thought that was going to be really good. And I was doing it for a little bit, but then I was just like, eh, it, it just got boring. It seems a little like the gameplay part of it seems a bit repetitive. It is, and the, and but the thing is, like, how far can you gamify? A fitness game before right. it gets it loses the the main purpose of like getting you healthy and and doing the physical activity um to keep somebody entertained because i think it if it had more variety than the actual exercises that you're doing they'd be kind of lost so were you into wii sports at all a hundred percent who wasn't i don't know i certainly was yeah. And my parents were into it, too. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Everybody was. Even my parents were. Such a broad appeal. Yeah, no. So good. Um, so, we are doing this podcast, as I said before, Irashai, which is a Midnight Diner podcast. Now, this is not uh, the first rodeo that Felix and I have been to as far as podcasting goes. 
We are the former host of a podcast called Tourist House, which covered a show called Terrace House. Rest in peace. That we stopped for various reasons. Yeah. It was a fun project, but we uh, decided to stop, as Jim said, for various reasons. And we wanted to keep the creative uh, thing going, uh, especially through these times. Um, we thought it was important to to do something like this. And uh, that's when we talked about it and had a long discussion. And we ended up on uh, Midnight Diner, a show to cover. So super excited. I haven't even watched close to all of the episodes of this show. And I think it's the same for you, right? Yeah, no, no, I probably a handful under ten. Under ten, is that okay. a handful? What is a handful? I think a handful is. I think you could fit. Mm, can you fit ten of most things into your hand? <laughs> yeah, so that's. I think a handful is about three to five because it's a hand and there's th- like five fingers. Okay. So ten, so it's hands full. For two hands. I'm currently, as you can see, <laughs> over Zoom, holding five things. Okay. Okay, so and I, I would say hands full. But one of those is a novelty oversized pen. So that has to count for at least three pens. This is not a good median or a good subject to discuss over an audio median. It's okay. We can paint, paint the picture for the people. This is a comically oversized Philadelphia... Phillies pen, the baseball team, gifted to me uh, one Christmas by my dear mother that I use, like, in real life, you know? I brought it to work thinking, oh, I'm just going to leave it, you know, but I use it. It's a big-ass pen. <laughs> and no one has questioned me on it, which is interesting because this is the sort of thing that begs a question, what the fuck is that, yeah, right? Yeah, But if people don't ask you about something, then they probably, like, assume it's in your wheelhouse. Like, it's normal for you, which means that they have a certain opinion about you, which might not be so favorable. No, that that isn't. And that could be a theme to discuss later on. (laughs) 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 um, Okay. Yeah, that's that's us. We just wanted to give you a little background on us. And here's the thing. I, I feel like leaving everything that we talked about in, if you're, if you can't handle us at our worst... No, I'm not going to do this anymore. I, I think like this is a good uh, a litmus test if you're going to enjoy a show or uh, or our discussions because this is you're getting uh, a pretty good summary of who we are and our friendship. And we didn't mention this before. We are pretty good friends going on over a decade, right? That sounds about right. Yeah, sure. I think 13 years. 13 years. Okay, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I think you're right, Felix. This is something. This is kind of what we're all about here. Yeah, and we hope you enjoy it. We hope you can continue to listen. Hopefully, uh, y'all don't think we're too weird. Or if you do think that and that's your thing, then keep listening, please. Please, please, just just keep listening. Full stop. All right. So, what's the show about? Midnight Diner. This is a show. This is a scripted show. It's a drama that focuses on a small diner in Shinjuku, run by an enigmatic figure known only as the Master. Or master, as the patrons of the diner call him. So, he has a very limited menu. But, he will make anything upon request. As long as either he has the ingredients, or in some cases, some patrons provide him with the ingredients needed to make a certain dish. So, various people come into the diner. We 
throughout the course of the show, you'll see some regular customers, and you see others who drop in once, maybe twice, and you never hear from them again. And this show covers all of their stories. So we hope you enjoy it as much as Felix and I do. So a little bit more on the history of the show. Now, initially, when the show was first released in Japan, there was a bit of an irregular schedule. So there are five seasons all told. They were in 2009, 2011, 2014, 2016, and 2019. So roughly every two to three years, with two movies, first one coming out in 2014 after the third season, second one in 2016 after the fourth season. Yeah, and Netflix acquired the production rights for the fourth and fifth season, and that led to an international release of these seasons. So we here in the U.S. got fourth and fifth season, and I believe it was labeled uh, Midnight Diner uh, Tokyo Stories. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, and uh, so that's the first that we got of it. And then in uh, recently, I won't put a timestamp on it, like date or episode, but in June 2020, uh, Netflix graciously added the first three seasons. So now we have all of the seasons so far. So thank, thank you, you, Netflix overlords. Yes, thank, thank you. Netflix really getting us through a lot, huh? <laughs> in these trying you times. You know, Felix, Netflix has such high quality programming for a very affordable monthly rate. Oh I think everyone not should get by Netflix. Netflix in any way. We're not <laughs> <laughs> we, I hope to get sponsors, but I don't think they're going to, they don't need our show covering one of their, probably one of their smaller shows, uh, and to try to get uh, their name out there. Pretty sure they're, they're doing all right. They don't know they need it. I gotcha. So Felix, what's up with the show? Why are we doing this? Well, what I really like about the show is it's episodic in nature. So all the episodes are standalone, for the most part, from the ones that we've seen. And like we stated, we've only seen a few episodes. So I really like how everything's just compact in this, what, it's like 21 minutes? How long are these episodes? About, yeah. Yes, yeah, so about 20, 20 minutes, 20 plus minutes. Uh, and it's because of that, it's very easy to watch. And you can watch it at your own pace. So you can binge to like two three episodes or just watch one and then just go on with your day you don't you're not going to be left on a, a super cliffhanger I, the first episode of the first season it seems like that's what they do um is like leaving you with a, a little preview for the following episode but it's not like uh you need to watch that first part right i don't think in order to watch the next and What's surprising is that they pack a lot, a lot of different themes that we can discuss, and that's why I thought it would be perfect to do a show on. Um, and you'll see throughout our uh, our discussions what, what, what we're talking about and the themes that we find most interesting. And although it is episodic, it has this, this constant mystery in all the episodes, and that is because of the master or the chef that, as Jim stated earlier, like he has a scar and we, like, where do you get that scar from? The weird hours. I don't think you mentioned the the hours. It, um, I didn't. No. Yeah. So the hours that the restaurant is open is from it opens at midnight and then closes at seven. Seven. Yeah, seven a.m. And like, why does he not have a menu? Like, or he has a, a very simple menu, right? Um, and then he's open to making as long making you anything as long as he has the ingredients. Yeah. There's so much. So many questions. Like, it, the atmosphere that this all creates is just 
it's just so so compelling to me and speaking of the atmosphere what i like is like so we have these recurring characters patrons that are regulars at the shop but you have them interacting with we see like a yakuza or an exotic dancer or any like all like all these different types of people like uh sitting next to each other and just eating and and having these very interesting discussions and all this like this comfortable atmosphere allows the patrons to lower their guard that major theme of the show is so cool and very unique i don't i don't know another show like this do you no i don't because you have these people who are from different walks of life they're very much their own people they have different thoughts about things they live vastly different lives but they come together in this place they're people you could easily imagine being in line at a supermarket or waiting to go into a movie Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't have any reason to interact at all they wouldn't even give each other the time of the day yeah but but at this diner they open up yeah. And they open up because of the atmosphere, like you said. The master is always there to lend an ear. And he gives this advice that sometimes it's just as simple as, well, what do you think about it? And I think we see this in some of the episodes. He really encourages a lot of self-reflection because he's he's this really interesting and wise, mysterious character, as you said. There is a... Really interesting article that the uh, the Verge published back from 2017. I just want to read a quick quote from it, um, and I think I encourage you if you're still on the fence of watching this show, um, you probably are already watching. So if you're listening to us, but if you're on the fence about watching the rest of the series, you should you should definitely take a look at this uh, uh, article. And the quote is: uh, "The master himself is less a man, more an." anthropomorphic conscience his wicked scar and soothing voice suggesting he's already learned all there is to know about life while other patrons come and go grow up and die it feels like the master will endure forever operating his tiny diner on geological time really well put describing the master that kind of sums it up you can turn us off yeah (laughs) what about you what did you think well i'm with you for all the stuff you said and the other things i'd like to add here that for me personally I like slice-of-life type shows and movies. I like seeing an ordinary person go about their day. Because some people think we're all connected. And I, I, I think that is true to a certain extent. But the reality is, is that when we wake up, many of us are in very different circumstances. So even for us, your ordinaries not my ordinary and i'm interested in the kind of things that you do and that you go through and how you move about the world and i compare this directly to something that's more driven by an event there is an earthquake this thing happened there's a there's some external thing that happens and you see how people react to this thing i'm not really about that sort of thing What's it like when you go to the supermarket? What's it like when you're hanging out at home? Because I know what it's like for me, but what is it for you? And I think this show really gives us a good glimpse into that sort of a thing. Yeah, that's a really good point. And the second thing for me is that, and this is going to be the focal point of our podcast, is that 
because there are people who lead these very different lives, I'll get back to what I said earlier when people say that we're all sort of connected. I think the connecting thing, and we see this even in the first episode, are these common themes. There's longing, there's joy, people get laid off, people get married, right? There are all these sorts of things that happen. So the events might be similar. And the themes, you can even describe a theme. I'm angry, I long for a lost love. But we see how these individual characters interact and how they deal with these things. And so to discuss these themes that we see and how it relates to the characters and any other experiences that you or I might have with these themes, that's what I'm most interested in. And that's why I'm excited to be starting this podcast. To add to that a little bit, how this show shows parallels in a single theme is fascinating. The way that they do it, I, I think, is is artistically v very well done. Yeah, and we hope that you'll join us for this ride. Yeah. So that's it for really this episode. We, we just wanted to give y'all a background on us. Okay, housework. Please follow us on Twitter. That's our most active uh, social media right now, and it's going to be at Irashai Pod. So that's I R A S S H A I Pod. Um, and there you can ask us questions, comments, all that. And if we have time, we would love to answer them on air. Please review us on iTunes. Um, we we're really hoping to get the show out there to a lot, as many people as possible, and it would be great uh, for you to leave us a review and share with your friends. We think this is a really good medium to watch Midnight Diner, get your friends into, and then listen to our episodes. So that's it. Terrific. So, Jim, why don't you uh, close us out? All right. Well, this was episode zero of Irashai. We hope you enjoyed, and thanks for listening. This is Jim. This is Felix. We'll see you soon.